You ready for the PGA? Because the people want some golf bets, baby. What are we betting this weekend, man? I'm, I'm thinking about getting my iron game going. Got my shoulders nice and square. I'm, tr I'm trying to hit the links. Is that what the, what is, that's the links? The How links. Win some money, man. That's right. That's right. Well, we're at, we're in Atlanta this week, Q. The tour championship, oh, the perfect. final event of the 2021-22 PGA calendar. And the way it worked this week, for people that don't know, the top 30 in the FedEx Cup standings make it to the Tour Championship. Only 29 in the field this week. Our guy, Will Zalatoris, withdrew because of injury. So Willie Z out, only 29 guys in the field this week. And it was a staggered leaderboard to start. So the reason you're seeing Scotty Scheffler at 19 under, Xander Shoffley at 17 under, and it's only Friday night, is because Scheffler started at 10 under because he was first in the FedEx Cup standings. Shoffley actually started at 6-under, so he's gone 11-under uh, the last two days. Because those two guys have kind of pulled themselves away from the rest of the field, Scheffler is a minus, 120, minus 125, Xander's a plus 160, then you got John Rahm at 11-1, Patrick Cantlay at 22-1. Q, this is going to be a two-horse race, though. It's going to come down to Scheffler and Shoffley. Oh! Scheffler was my pick to start the tournament. He was plus 200. The last two years, the guys who have been in his position, whether it was last year with Patrick Cantlay or the year before with Dustin Johnson, the guys who have started the tournament in first place at 10 under par have gone on to win. Those two guys those years were really the best players all year. And as we know, Scheffler has been the best player this season. He's already won four times. He's the number one player in the world. He won the Masters, top to bottom. He's been he's been the best player. I think he has 18 top 25 finishes this year. So he's been in contention all year long. He's gotten off to a nice start, nine under par these last two days. He he had a big lead at one point, Quinn. He was at 17 under, and the next closest guy was at 10 under. So there was a big yeah. gap, and then they've kind of closed the field on him. But I still think he's going to be the guy. It's going to come down to Scheffler and Shoffley. Xander, year after year, is so good at Eastlake. Every year you have golfers that are great at certain courses, and Eastlake is that course for Xander. So he's going to be right in it to the end. I wouldn't take Scheffler right now at minus 125 because the fact that Scheffler has a two-stroke lead, all it takes is for him to bogey one hole and for Xander to birdie one hole, and then they're tied, and then Scheffler goes from minus 125 to plus 125. So I would hold off on Scheffler because I think he's going to be plus money at some point again in this tournament. Once he is, that's when I would pounce on him because I do really think he is going to win the Tour Championship. Then when you start looking at other bets, Quinton, I love the two ball. You know I love the two ball bets when these guys go out in their pairings and you're just picking who is going to shoot the better number that day. So some of these prices have already dropped. You got Colin Morikawa against Jordan Spieth. Morikawa is a minus 125. Spieth's a plus 105. So when I look at some of these guys tomorrow, I'm liking Matt Fitzpatrick, minus 115 against Justin Thomas. JT struggled a little bit today. Didn't have the best day. Neither did Fitzpatrick, really. Fitzpatrick shot a one over after shooting six under yesterday while Justin Thomas shot a two-under today. But I think Fitzpatrick is going to get the better of Justin Thomas tomorrow. I would look at that one. Also, our guy Tony Finau, where he be now. Tony loves where moving he day. Now. He loves Saturday. He's a minus 150 
against Hideki tomorrow, plus 125. So I would look to take Tony Finau. But those are some things, Q. It's it's going to be a great finish between Shoffley and Xander down the stretch. Also, another way that you can bet this tournament is top five finishers because this is a mm-hmm. course you can make some birdies, but you can also get in some trouble in a hurry. Rory McIlroy yesterday triple bogeyed the very first hole. So you, you can make a number on these holes. Yeah, guy I would look at, Q, Cameron Young right now who is nine under par. He's tied for eighth. He's a plus 333 to finish in the top five. I really think this course is a great fit for Cam Young. How well he hits it off the tee, how good of a putter he is. The thing about this course is it it really tests your entire game. It takes a well-rounded player to play well at this Mm -hmm. course. That's why you look at the top of the leaderboard. It's Scotty Scheffler, world number one. Xander Shoffley, one of the best players on tour. John Rahm, world number two player in the world, or world number three player in the world. Patrick Cantlay right there. So it takes well-rounded players to play well at Eastlake, and that's why I like Cam Young at that value, plus 333. Those are some ways I would attack. Also, Patrick Cantlay, minus 135 to finish in the top five is absolutely absurd. He won the tour championship last year. He's played at Eastlake a number of times. He's going to finish in the top five. He's not going to win, but he absolutely is going to finish in the top five. So take Cantlay and Cameron Young to finish in the top five. I think those are two good looks as well. PJ, I love that breakdown. And of course, all of this information available on our podcast. If you missed any of that or you need to listen to it again because he's dropping so many dimes, download the Odyssey app, type in the show name BetMGM tonight. You can listen to this entire conversation because I know Cam's going to clip this and put this up yep. really, really quickly. Uh, before we before we move on, or I guess we put maybe a bow on this conversation, with these two golfers being at this point mm-hmm. in the tournament, heavy favorites, look like it's just a two-man race. What is there any value? And I guess there's always value. I hate when we ask these questions. I even listen to betting his. I'm like, why are they asking if there's any value? There's always value on the board. But like if, if I want to take anybody else outside of these top two, wouldn't wouldn't the mindset of I'd rather take a huge dog be the place I should go opposed to banking on Scheffler and Shoffley both struggling at the same time. Do you understand what I'm trying to ask? I do, I do. So like I was saying, I'd wait for Scheffler to get to a plus number before to take him. But tomorrow, you can absolutely take chances on guys like John Rahm at 11-1. Rahm was really struggling these last like six weeks, eight weeks, but he found something last week in Delaware, and he was great the final three rounds, and he carried that momentum into this week at Eastlake. He started, he shot a three under yesterday. He shot a seven under today. So Rombo's a guy I would look out for. He's only six shots back. He's got two days to make that up. If you're looking for another guy, 11-1, John Rom, And then Patrick Cantlay as well, seven shots back at 22-1. to He's the defending FedEx Cup champion. He won the tour championship last year. Mm -hmm. So it's a great point you bring up, Quentin, because tomorrow, if you're looking to bet outrights, it's a day to take Rahm and Cantlay because these will be the best numbers that you can get them at. But if you truly want to take a winner, if you're looking to put down a big bet on a guy to win, I'd wait for Scheffler to get to plus money because it's going to happen at some point, and that's when you pounce and take Scotty because I think he's going to win this thing. PJ, I like all your plays, big dog. I appreciate For you. For sure. Now, I must ask the following question. What are you going to do when the PGA is no longer? So, 
Are you actually, LIP? We have Live. we have a PGA Tour event next week. It just starts the new season. This season's just wrapped up, but next week there's more golf. But obviously football's on well, now. PJ, you know what I'm trying to get. Center. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, we don't care about we don't care about golf. Well, I'll still football be you know not... watching here and there, but not as much. I mean, football. Are you looking into? Yeah, footballs. I'm football's sorry. On. You know me. I wasn't trying to watch no golf anyway. We'll still Except find for, value course, though, Quentin. Camp Smith, I'll still, no matter what. I'll still text you some Camp Smith no matter what. I'll still find some value on yeah. the board. We're still we're still betting golf outrights. You know, actually, these next couple weeks might be the best time of year to bet golf because so much of the focus is on football that you're going to find mm-hmm. value in golf. When golf's the only thing on, when we're in July and August and everybody's watching it, that's when the lines are at the sharpest. But when we get into September, when we get into October, when the fields aren't as good, when all the eyes are on football, that's when you make the money in golf, Q, is when you listen to the sharps like me, we make you some money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Leave it to PJ to get a little funky show on Sunday with some wannabe host named Quinn Mayo for him to start calling himself a sharp on our show. You can't call yourself a sharp yet. You have to. That has to be given to you. You're right. You're right. I got to. I got to pick another. You. Another outright. The Cam Smith was a good start. We got to build off that. Got to build off of that. Willie Z wanted some money too. Did you have Zalatoris? I did. I did. I did have Willie Z that week. So there we go. You got well, two. Maybe you are a sharp. PJ. You got two. You might be a sharp. 